Here's a message from Ken Lavica. I don't have much perspective on military service. I do have perspective on young men trying to realize their dream of being professional athletes, and especially in the NFL. And when the military tries to get in the way of that, I have some questions, and I don't quite understand it, and I need them answered. Coquel, hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. If you've decided to go to a military academy, should that mean that you have to give up your dream of being a professional athlete or delay your quest to realize your dream of becoming a professional athlete because the Navy has told Cameron Kinley of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, sorry, kid, you're with us. And I don't quite understand why. Ken Levick alive on a Tuesday here on ESPN 106.3. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off the sparkling Intracoastal. Pat Lawler, Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys, our sports agent, insider, sports law insider, will join us right around at 1235. And Coquel, how you doing trying to book uh, Kevin Durant? We haven't gotten a no yet, so that's a good sign. Good, awesome. He has awesome. not tweeted at us, no. Yeah. Uh, Brooklyn Nets star Kevin Durant, fresh off of a great performance last night. Uh, over the Bucks, uh, he is uh, he is hate tweeting at people. So we're going to try and book him here on Ken Levicka Live. I'm Ken Levicka. He is Coquel, and I want to start today with something that I don't have a great basis of knowledge about, and that is something that's so pretty many, common. I was so many things. I was going to say, it, 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 name a day that ends in Y, and uh, I don't have a basis of knowledge for something significant that we're talking about on the show. But rookie corner Cameron Kinley of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Requested a delay to his U.S. Navy commission so that he could play in the NFL. And the Navy denied it. Said, sorry, kid, not happening. You can't go to camp. You're not going to be ready for your rookie season. You're with us. And you are. You went to, you went to school to become someone in the Navy. You went to the academy. Yeah, you had a great Football career at Navy, you were a team captain, but nope, you're with us. And he is understandably upset. Cameron Kinley does not understand, nor is the Navy explained to him why his waiver to be able to defer his military service, at least for now, at least in the meantime, so that he can get into training camp, so that he can embark on his NFL career. He's not sure why it was waived. And again, the Navy has not told him why they waived it. Yet, there are several players in the NFL. You mean why they denied it, right? Why? Do, yeah, why they, said denied they waived it. it. I just want to make sure we're on. They denied his waiver. Yeah, they denied his waiver. Right, 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 right. And so there are several players in the NFL that have been able to forego their commissions and play in the NFL. Uh, John Radigan, West Point, Seattle Seahawks. Nolan Laufenberg, Air Force, with the Broncos. George Sylvanic, Rams. They all have been able to play football out of school, out of the academy. Yet, this Cameron Kinley, who's a corner, not allowed to do so. Now, if you recall back in 2016, then-President Barack Obama opened up the opportunity in certain circumstances for athletes who were coming out of the military academies. He allowed them the ability to have waivers and to possibly be able to defer their military service. And this really 
came to a head when Navy quarterback Keenan Reynolds, who was a stud, and in fact, I called one of his games when Navy came down in Lane Kiffin's debut at Florida Atlantic, and he torched FAU, when the Ravens drafted Keenan Reynolds in the sixth round of 2016, and he was able to get a deferment of his military service and play for the Ravens. In 2017, that got wiped out. It was military or nothing. If you went to the academy, you didn't have the opportunity to become an athlete. But then Donald Trump revisited it in 2019 and made it a priority and has allowed for football players, for any athletes who went to these military academies to have the opportunity to start their professional athlete careers. And the deal is, at some point, you either have to fulfill the terms of your military service or pay back in some way, financially, the training and uh, the, the teachings that you got in your academy career, your, for lack of a better term, collegiate career. Yet, this is not a reality for Cameron Kinley, who, again, was a team captain. He was a prominent player on that squad. He thinks, hey, all of these other guys got the opportunity. Surely, I'll be given an opportunity to uh, start my NFL career, to realize this dream. But it doesn't happen. The Navy says, nope. You came here to train to be an officer. You're going to be an officer in the Navy. And they gave him absolutely no explanation whatsoever. Gave his agent no explanation whatsoever. Gave the Buccaneers and the NFL no explanation whatsoever. I understand when it comes to the military, it can get into a little bit of a sensitive conversation. Obviously, we have nothing but respect for the military, for our service members, and those who protect this country and fight for this country. But I don't understand here why this kid is being screwed over. And it may seem a little bit severe to use the term screwed over, but listen, I understand a kid goes off to a military academy because there is the expectation they are going to serve their country. That is uh, something that should be considered uh, a, a privilege, and they make that choice. But also things change. Like everybody who goes off at 18 years old to a transition in their life, things change. And other opportunities come about. It happened to me. It happened to Coquel. It's happened to almost everybody who transitioned from high school into a collegiate setting or even into an adult setting after high school, even if college wasn't something that, uh, that you did. Things change, and opportunities come about. And an NFL opportunity came about, and Cameron Kinley is being denied that by the Navy for a reason that they have told nobody other than that's how it is. And I think that is really, really unfair. I think that this is a really difficult break and really needless thing to be happening to Cameron Kinley. But again, we're talking about the military. We're talking about dedication. We're talking about tradition. We're talking about discipline here. We're talking about making a deal and living up to a pledge. And it's tough to win a battle with the military. I get it. But should pro athletes be able to defer their military service? If they have an opportunity, like Cameron Kinley, should pro athletes be able to defer military service? Should they have that privilege? Should they receive that exception to defer military service? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I don't have a perspective with military. I don't. <laughs> Coming out of high school, went to uh, those those college fairs and had discussions with people from the Navy, uh, and that was the extent of anything that uh, that I ever did military-wise. I've had plenty of friends who have enlisted, plenty of friends who uh, went to um, West Point or went to the Naval Academy, but I also don't know if there's any other professions or any other potential opportunities out of college that would allow 
for someone to defer their military service. So I, I'm lost here, and I guess I need some guidance, especially from those who have served or know someone, family members or close friends who have served. Should pro athletes be able to defer military service? Should they get this privilege? And again, I, I don't know of any other professions where this would be the case. I don't know if this is possible in any other profession. Maybe this is just something that uh, pro athletes, uh, part of the reason is, hey, we can't tell every uh, athlete that, yeah, you don't have to perform your military service. But I am, I, I don't know the answer to this, but I know at its face right now, reading this, being as close to the NFL as I have been, being as close to pro athletes as I have been, having that context, to see a kid who obviously it sounds like, went to the Naval Academy for the right reasons, and then another opportunity came up, as they usually do, shouldn't the Navy be able to give him this chance? Shouldn't the Navy be able to give him this opportunity to play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, to stick in camp, to realize this dream? Or does the military service simply override that? Does the Navy simply override that? And... I should just accept that as an American because that's how it should be. Because we're talking about people that go into military service and it's it's a it's a, a badge of honor. It's prestige. Should pro athletes be able to defer military service? Should pro athletes be able to be given special privilege to defer their military service? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at the show, at ESPN West Palm. And again, military folks, I, I, I need some perspective on this. And I do think that your opinion on this probably has some weight to it because I, don't, I have the football perspective. I don't have the military perspective. Is this shunned? Is this looked poorly upon by others, by, by cadets, by midshipmen? When the pro athletes get the special privilege, is there any other instance in which you can defer your military service? 888-760-3776. Let's start with Mark in Pompano. Mark, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's going on, Mark? Not much, guys. How you doing? Good, good, man. Um, kind of like you said, I have more of the sports background. I obviously served in the military, but of course, you know, shout out to everybody in the military, the armed forces. Thank you for your service and everything, but... One of the things that comes to mind for me is, like, you follow a sports team on Instagram and they're always reposting, like, oh, Seminoles in the NFL or mm-hmm. Tigers in the NFL. You know, you're representing your school. And there are so many people that play college football and college sports in general and their dreams to make it to the big leagues, and not everybody does. So, like you said before, just, you know, you signed up for this, you knew what you walked into, but I'm sure not many kids, at 18 are like, I'm going to get drafted to the Buccaneers. Right. I'm going to the NFL. Right. And that is just one of those things that is like, you. it may be your dream to go to the Navy, but if you're a football player, it's your dream to go to the NFL. And it just seems, it's so difficult because who do you choose, your country or your dream? Yeah. That, it, that is just... And it's tough because it is, it, it, it then, it, that, that what the way you just put it, it does present sort of an awkward discussion. Like, are you... Are you prioritizing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over your country? And I think that's extreme, and I don't think that's a place that rational people should potentially go. But you know it's going there, right? Like, you know that that's going to be an approach that people take to that, that conversation. And then that makes, unfairly, that makes Cameron Kinley look bad. Exactly. The other thing is, it's not Alabama, you know what I mean? I don't mean any disrespect to Army, Navy, Air Force, but... They definitely don't have the number of it's rare. that come out of there. Totally. Yeah, so, you know, you get a guy who's an all-star stud, the reigning national champions, the reigning Super Bowl champs want him. That That's something that's like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and that's, yeah. You know. Totally, Mark. Appreciate the call. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And again, I'm looking at this, Coquel, strictly from a football standpoint. I don't have the military perspective. I just don't. Why can't they serve their country by being on the Tampa Buccaneers? The military paid millions of dollars to be part of the NFL. The reason we have the anthem that everyone debates over over the last bunch of years 
is because the military was paying to do the anthem and to have a man of service. But that wasn't, the, that wasn't out of the goodness of the NFL's heart or the goodness of these other sports' right. hearts. It was paid for. So wouldn't it be a great advertisement for the military to have this young man play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I think that's a great point. You're, you're right. Uh, there has been millions of dollars of monetary give and take between the NFL and the military. Like You know those, those welcome homes to the soldiers and to the troops? Uh, for a long while, and former Senator John McCain, may he rest in peace, he fought hard against this once this came to light. But those were payments. Those were marketing payments yep. from the military. This was not It was done. a recruiting tool. Exactly. Because and we so, don't have a draft anymore, so you need a recruiting tool. This is a great recruiting I was tool. Say, without the, the, the grossness of it basically being used as as paid marketing from the military towards the NFL the NFL making money off of that you're right this is great organic marketing for the military i i don't it it, it just reeks of the navy doing this because it can because they still have the power to deny waivers to defer military service based on something that was signed into being by uh, former President Trump. They're just doing it to do it. And I don't understand what the upside is to this entire thing. But again, I think you can also look at it from a privilege perspective. Are there any other men, women in these military academies that can find an option or have an opportunity during their four years in the academy and defer their military service so that they can go pursue that? I mean, this seems to be a special privilege for pro athletes, so I understand where this could be shunned from the military standpoint. But can't that become part of a larger conversation of the benefits you get from being in the military? You hear people bring up the great education you get, the when you put it on your job, yep. your resume. It's resumes. a chance for you to apply it. You know, it, it, you can use it in other parts of, of your life. But what happens if to use that, they have to go through a database and you have to complete your service before you're allowed to get your degree, yeah. before you're allowed to get those trainings completed, certified, to use it in future jobs. So this way, no matter what you're choosing to wave it on, you have to actually complete your services to receive the benefits or the GI Bill or whatever, whatever you get for being in the military. You shouldn't maybe get a lot of it until after you're done with your service. This way, there is a reason for people to complete their service. So it's still kind of a choice rather than you signed up when you're 18, you're forced to do this. I, I, don't, I don't think we have any shortage of sailors. I don't think we have any shortage of military personnel. And I don't, if this is indeed law, which it, it is, I don't see how the Navy in any way, shape, or form is doing itself any favors by denying this waiver for someone who appears to have an exemplary record like Cameron Kinley does. But is it too much of a privilege that other people don't enjoy? So maybe we're just looking at it from a sports perspective, and it's actually unfair. Should pro athletes be able to defer military service? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776 or tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. And again, you're right. There's no there's no draft. This isn't like Ted Williams being enlisted to go fight in World War II. This was purely voluntary. This is someone who went to the Naval Academy to graduate from the Naval Academy to become a naval officer eventually. That's the whole point of this. And ended up having an NFL opportunity. For me, it's only fair for the Navy to, one, allow him to play, but if they're not going to, at least give him an explanation other than you signed up for this. Like, that's kind of crappy. That's really sort of crappy. Should pro athletes be able to defer their military service? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. This is how you get into the sports industry. 
Their summer courses are about to get underway. There are notable speakers from all over the sports world. You're getting firsthand knowledge if you get your MBA in sport management from Florida Atlantic under the tutelage of Dr. Jim Reardon. You're learning firsthand knowledge. That's what's important, and then you can apply it. This is your way to get into sports. There's so many success stories. You don't have to just take it from me. You can go to fau.edu slash sport. They're all right there for you. Sign up for fall semester classes. They're remote. And they're on campus in Boca Raton. It's something for someone who just got their bachelor's degree. Something for someone that maybe is a 40-something wanting to change careers. They are catering to you. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. We'll keep taking your call. Should pro athletes be able to defer military service? I think that uh, this poor kid in Tampa, Cameron Kinley, is getting a raw deal from the Navy and also, when we return, that's right, the soap opera that is taking over the nation. We have another episode from the home base in Wisconsin. One of our uh, cliffhangers is solved, though. Our audio is broken, so I apologize for the first 30 seconds of the show. Oh, great. They couldn't hear you for the first 30 seconds. Oh, excellent. We'll work on that. We're going uh, to try to fix that mid-show, but judging by the five texts I got, eh, it's broken. Yeah. So we apologize. Good. It's a uh, broken station Tuesday. Awesome. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. It's Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken and Coquel. My life be like. It's a broken station Tuesday here on ESPN 106.3. So if things sound at any point over the next 40 minutes or so a bit disjointed one that's no different from how this show usually sounds but two there's actually an excuse for it now the hard part is i in my ears we sound good so i don't know if anyone's hearing us right now until i turn this button off but i want to find out because we have people listening on the radio so you guys are with us for the test run as the producer of the show i also a little behind the curtains, I'm the operations manager. Yeah. So a lot of this falls on my plate outside of dopey radio. Well, guy. what this is, is this show already a rickety ship that is soaring through the air, dropping screws and bolts all over the place. We're on the verge of just <laughs> completely breaking up and uh, and crashing to the earth. All right. So we'll see how it goes. So right now, I'm turning off the audio. <laughs> I just turned off the audio. Now yeah. I wonder if there was a difference. If people in their cars could hear the difference of when the music was on, could you hear us during the music? Right. Did it sound like really loud and then yeah. dropped off, or did it gently blend out the way? We really need the community to help us with this. If you heard us speaking with the music on it, that's a good thing. Please tell us. 888-760-3776. Or if you didn't hear us when we had the music <laughs> yeah. on, yeah. please tell us. But please do, do it for your friendly radio hosts at noon here on ESPN 106.3. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Are the people at the station going to let us know? No, 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 no. no. We're relying solely on our listeners. Uh, the, The tale, the saga of Cameron Kinley, who the Navy will not allow to start his NFL career, uh, it, 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 it's bother, it, it bothers me, to be quite honest. Like I, I am all for sticking with your pledge to defend this country, but I also feel like this staunch stance that the Navy is taking from this young man, this 22-year-old, from starting his NFL career it, it's extra. It's over the top. It's needless. It's unnecessary. How is it hurting this country if Cameron Kinley is in Buccaneers training camp? Should pro athletes be able to defer military service? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. But I also see the other side of it. Why do pro athletes get to potentially do this? And nobody else, to my knowledge, is able to defer their military service for an opportunity like those that potential pro athletes get. I get that, but I just I don't like how this is being handled from Cameron Kinley's uh, standpoint. Charlie is in Jensen. Charlie, you're on ESPN 106.3. Well, first I can hear you, so that's good news. <laughs> good. Awesome. So we're, we're off to a great start. <laughs> well, the last part of what you said is what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. This pro athlete, I know this is a sports show and you care about pro sure, athletes sure, sure, sure. or athletes in general, but the guy who has a job offer, so it be a police officer or a plumber, 
doesn't defer their obligations. So why should pro athletes defer? I mean, I believe it should be if the rule says you can defer for three years and everybody should, or the rule is you don't defer the plumber, the uh, librarian, yeah. the firefighter, they all have to play by the same rules. Yeah, and I guess, son- and I guess, Charlie, for me, it's it, the fact that it, it, it's. I think it should be one or the other. Like, you either can defer the military service but, or you can. This seems to be cherry-picked, and I don't know but why. But what about if they could use their platform? Like, can they determine this? Can you use your job as a platform for us to advertise and use it as partly as a service well, for the military? Former pro athletes uh, that serve military first. Then you go, look at Robinson from the Spurs, right? Yeah. So he, he did his service. So when he came into the pros, it actually was a platform for him to talk about sure. service because he already he already did his service. Right, right, right. So I don't know how you have somebody who goes to college because the academy is simply going to college. Mm-hmm. What, why that's a platform? A platform would be if he went and served for two years, that would be a platform. Yeah, yeah, and I, I get it because, again, it does turn into a discussion of privilege and appreciate the call, Charlie, uh, that is... And like we said, and Charlie rightfully pointed it out again, like you and I, Coquel, are coming at this from a sports standpoint. It's what we know. It's what we're comfortable talking about contextually because we've been around it. We understand it. I I am admitting it. I don't understand the military side of this entire thing, but I do get the um, uh, the special privilege discussion and the argument saying, well, if pro athletes can do it, how come the engineer can't do it? Or how come the plumber can't do it? Or the police officer? I understand that. But this also is something that's been signed into law, giving these pro athletes the opportunity to defer the military service. Before we go to William from Port St. Lucie, can we lead in to his question if he heard us with the music on? That's what I want you to open with here. Because I need to know from my other part of the job. Oh, so you're, you're going to hijack this and prioritize your needs for my needs. Yeah, I'm very selfish. <laughs> you call my wife. You guys can talk about that. <laughs> uh, commiserate together. Uh, William in Port St. Lucie, since I am at the whim of Coquel, did you hear us with the music on? Yes, uh, I did hear you guys with the music on. Uh, start of the show wasn't so good. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, no, we're, that's, that's why we're... Uh, now we hear you guys a lot better. Awesome, yeah, that's why I'm spitballing it right now. Good, now that I got that out of the way, William, what are your thoughts on the, uh, on, on the issue of the Navy and Cameron Kinley? I understand a uh, little, little bit of both sides. I was in the military for eight years, uh, myself, Army and Navy. Thank you. But um, and I, you know, I did play a little bit of sports here and there too. But I, I get both sides as far as yes, he he did sign up for the Navy, and he does have an obligation for them uh, for his time. But also, I, I think on the Buck side, if if he does draft them, I know he wasn't undrafted, but they did sign him. Why wouldn't he be able? To, why wouldn't the Bucks be able to kind of defer his time in the service and then kind of almost like guarantee him not a roster spot, but a, a chance to come back um, and try out again, just like he would before? I mean, he's not guaranteed a, a spot anyway, being undrafted. But if he has the talent, then he might be good enough to come back. Yeah, he's, and he's I probably be in his prime, but it might take him a couple years. Uh, sure, you know, to refresh, but. And I think, too, I, I, don't, I would not put that out of the realm of possibility. I would actually, just knowing the Buccaneers organization, it seems like that's something they would do, and that's obviously great public relations for the Buccaneers. But what Cameron Kinley is going to say is what, what happens if during the course of service, and I'm not saying that he uh, ends up reporting to like active war duty, but he receives some sort of injury or something happens in that time. Then that opportunity was absolutely shot. So there's two different ways to... To look at that, but as far as the Bucks are concerned, I would think that's great public relations to keep a spot open when he finally does take care of his his official military duties. Absolutely. And uh, one more question, not to be long winded. Um, do you guys think it would hurt recruiting for the military as far as the Navy wise if this kind of yes. blows up? Yes, I think that is as long as this law that again it was this was opened up to an opportunity for pro athletes it started with obama then it was taken out of the books and then trump opened it up again if this is law and the navy is going to pick and choose with and this is the biggest thing for me without reason 
without reason without then, public reason yeah then there i mean how do you if you're if you're at navy and you're coaching that team and i know that that's not a priority at all when it comes to the navy academy but they've got some damn good teams um you're walking into a living room saying hey uh, you may have this opportunity. I want you to play for us, but I can't guarantee you that you can defer your military service. That's immediately a disadvantage. I agree. Yeah. Uh, thank, it, thank you, McCall. Yeah, appreciate it, and uh, appreciate your service. 888-760-3776. I mean, he, we took his call. He should be thanking us. <laughs> uh, you are. Man, you, you just you get your you, – you elicit help from our – fans and from listeners and then you're just going to dismiss like that you truly are selfish what a selfish man you are i mean i took his call <laughs> I mean, come on i'm the <laughs> one who answered the phone anyone else wants to call to thank me for that i'm here we will get to the biggest soap opera the one that's sweeping the nation in just a couple of minutes but i don't want to keep our our tuesday guest waiting when we return pat lawler lawler and associates personal injury attorneys he will hang out with us he is our sports law insider he's our sports agent insider and i have a feeling he has some some thoughts on cameron kinley and the saga that he's going through right now with uh with the navy also now that i know the audio works little little tease electrical standings oh electrical standings are coming awesome oh that is great 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 december 18th you know what else is great brunch and football the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl at FAU Stadium. Brunch and football. We're still workshopping something that has alliteration that rolls off the tongue a little bit better. But for now, it's brunch and football. Why is it brunch and football? Because it's 11 a.m. Eastern time kickoff at FAU Stadium. Roofclaim.com. Boca Raton Bowl. Zach Wilson now with the New York Jets. The number two overall pick. He starred in the game last year for BYU. Beat all up on UCF's backside. Who's going to star in the game this year? We'll find out. I know that I'm going to have some uh, some champagne and some orange juice in me. You call them screwdrivers because you refuse. You refuse, Coquel, yeah. to say that you're yeah. drinking champagne it's and not orange a mimosa, juice. It's a screwdriver. <laughs> it is. Light on the OJ. TheRoofClaim.com. Boca Raton Bowl, 11 a.m., December 18th at FAU Stadium. Find out more at RoofClaim. RoofClaimBocaRatonBowl.com. That's RoofClaimBocaRatonBowl.com. WantToLawyerUp.com. That's where you find Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. And Pat, our sports agent insider and our sports law insider, joins us next. He's Coquel. He's selfish. I'm Ken Lavica. I'm here for the people. And I'm live on ESPN 106.3. As the cheese turns. This portion brought to you today by FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. And by Lawler and Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. The latest episode of As the Cheese Turns has been in production for quite some time. There was a, a writer's strike, but good news. We have a new episode here, and it revolves around Packers President Mark Murphy, who, in an email to fans, there was a Q&A that came out over the weekend, and he said the following from the email, quote, The situation we face with Aaron Rodgers has divided our fan base. The emails and letters I've received reflect this fact. And then went on to praise the man that Aaron Rodgers seems to be at war with, and that's Packers general manager, Brian Gutekunst. Oh, Mark. And I don't know if it's necessarily divided the fan base. I think that Mark Murphy might be giving a little too much credit to those who are angry with Aaron Rodgers, because ultimately... I think the vast majority of Packers fans are hoping that, oh yeah, the defending NFL MVP, the guy who brought a championship to the Packers, probably should get what he asks, and that simply appears to be better communication. So Mark Murphy, I'm not sure if going public with your thoughts that Aaron Rodgers has divided the fan base is A, accurate, or B, a good idea. So the soap opera continues, but also... Aaron Rodgers is not going to mandatory minicamp for the Packers. Not expected to be there. And he could face fines up over $93,000 for that as well. Will that continue to drive a wedge into the Rodgers-Packers relationship? Well, 
Let's go to a man who knows about the insides of the NFL when it comes to relationships between teams, front offices, agents, and players. He is a man who has represented some of the finest NFL players himself. He also is a sports law insider. He is our sports agent insider and sports law insider. Pat Lawler of Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. Get your free consultation for all personal injury matters at Want to Lawyer Up. Dot com. Pat, thank you for jumping on like you do every single Tuesday, and the Packers stuff is meaty as always. And before we really get into this, uh, I want you to listen to what Rob Domofsky of ESPN said today on uh, KJZ right here on ESPN 106.3. You hear it 6 to 10 a.m. every day. Pat, here is Rob Domofsky, Packers reporter, about whether or not he thinks we'll ever see Aaron Rodgers in the green and gold again. I do not think he will ever play for the Packers again, guys. Um, I, I just don't see how he walks this back um, and, and just comes back and say, yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm just kidding. Let's go play and, and try to win. I, I just, I don't, I've not seen anything since Adam's initial report came out to suggest that anything has changed. All right. So, Pat, let me ask you, just from a pure, your, your agent senses here, uh, where do you feel now? And especially after the Mark Murphy email saying that the fan base is divided, how do you feel about the prospects of Aaron Rodgers going back to Green Bay? I feel it's over. I think that Aaron is gone. It's just a matter of trying to work out a deal with another team. Aaron has always taken it personally when you've gone after him. And you see how upset he was when they picked Jordan Love in the draft. It was kind of like a slight to him. So I think he sees where he's at. He's not going to be there. It's just whether or not they're sticking their, their foot in their mouth or somewhere else because by <laughs> Mark Murphy coming out and, and, and saying that about him, it, it, it minimizes the fact he's not going to stay there. So what are they going to get with the trade? So, so I think that was stupid. Keep quiet. And so let me ask you this then. When it comes to the fines, he can accrue Aaron Rodgers can up over $93,000 worth of fines for missing every single day of this mandatory minicamp. Are the Packers best served? to waive that if they do have designs of retaining him, or do they try and make an example of Aaron Rodgers? How, how does that work itself out? I don't think they're going to impose. They're going to impose him on paper, but they're not going to seek to collect him. Okay. Uh, I think it's just a matter of when, when he leaves, it's going to be they, they part ways, uh, and that's it. I mean, that's just something they could throw out there. Obviously, if you get into camp, those are mandatory. They can't be waived, but... This is a matter of you, you, you always try and leave something on good terms. He's done so much for that, that team and that town that leaving on bad terms would be the worst thing they could do for the, the city and, and, and for Aaron and the team. Yeah, that's a great point. From a long-term perspective, the Packers are going to need the support of the fan base. And it, you're right, like completely screwing over Aaron Rodgers, probably long-term for the franchise, is not a good idea, even if there's some short-term satisfaction that would come to sticking it to them from an organizational standpoint. That is a really, really, uh, I mean, that that is an excellent, excellent outlook on that. As we talk with Pat Lawler, Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys. Again, free consultation for all your personal injury matters. Wanttolawyerup.com, wanttolawyerup.com. We opened the show and talked a significant amount of time about the case of Cameron Kinley, the young Tampa Bay Buccaneers corner, who is a captain on the Navy football team, uh, asked for a deferment, as you'd expect by law, uh, to defer his military service, or at least delay it, and that was denied without any sort of explanation. How would you, Pat, try to navigate this? Well, I think the, the Naval Academy made it, and, and Kinley made a, 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 an issue of this. This should have been dealt with before the draft. As you know, you signed as a free agent after the draft, so if he was seeking a deferment, it should have been addressed before he was uh, picked up as a free agent. Uh, on the second hand, I think there's a problem with the Naval Academy and the fact that they've given deferments to Cardona, who was drafted, to Perry, who was drafted, and I.E. Uh, Kinley was not drafted. Uh, previously, Paul Quisenberry, not drafted, and they didn't get deferment. So I, see, I think you see the pattern. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it tells me if you're drafted, you get a deferment. Uh, <laughs> And if you're not, you're too bad. It's a bad, bad thing for, for uh, the Naval Academy, although I'm a firm believer in the academies and what they do for all the, uh, the cadets and all of them. Uh, but this is not looking good for them. No, it just seems like a needless public relations hit that it, d- it did not 
have to be that way. And uh, they're still seeking the deferment and hoping that the Navy comes through and changes course. But that's also a lot easier said than done and maybe an unrealistic expectation. Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys, wanttolawyerup.com. He's our sports agent insider and our sports law insider, a guy who has seen it all and has experienced it. And that's why he's able to talk about all his firsthand knowledge. We talked a lot about Julio Jones in the last couple of weeks in the lead up to the eventual deal uh, with the Falcons and the Titans. Uh, so the Falcons and Titans make this deal. Second round and fourth round picks for Julio Jones. What did you think about the value that the Falcons got? I thought it was a good value. I, I didn't think there was a chance that they were going to get a first rounder with a 30-something-year-old receiver, although he's still playing a high level uh, and a big contract. Listen, they got two picks. You, you and I both know second, third, and fourth make the future of the yep. team. Uh, and, and having an unhappy star on your team uh, struggling is, is not something you want. So they, they saved a lot of cap money. They got a couple of picks, gave up a measly six-round pick. I thought, it was a, I thought it was a good deal all around for both teams. Time to move on. Uh, by the way, the happiest man in this whole deal is not Julio Jones. It's A.J. Brown, his new teammate, who just tweeted, number 11 until I retire. I tried to give it up to Julio. He wouldn't take it. Respect. Like, uh, uh, A.J. Brown and Julio Jones immediately have this bromance that's developing in Tennessee. And uh, it is. I think they're going to be extremely, extremely fun to watch. I do want to ask you, you as a, uh, a South Florida guy, paying a lot of attention to the Dolphins. Coquel and I were talking about it yesterday, how frustrating it is to see what Ryan Tannehill has become. And he's a great guy. I'm happy for him. But you waited with the Dolphins for years and years and years for him to break out. And now he's got all the weapons anyone could ever want and has turned into an elite play-action pass and elite in the red zone with Tennessee of all places. It's so frustrating to me. Well, I'll say one name, Derrick Henry. That makes, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, pass, passing play-action pass a lot easier. Plus the fact, and I like Kenny. If you look at his record when he was healthy, he had a damn good record. Yep. He distributed the ball, and that's what he's doing up there. That is, that is a tandem, A.J. Brown and Julio Jones and Derrick Henry in the backfield. Wow, if they could stay healthy, they're going to be dominant, I yeah, think. Yeah, it is terrifying. Pat, really appreciate it. You're great as always. Thank you, and uh, we'll uh, do this again next Tuesday, okay? All right, Ken, you be good now. Take care. All right, Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys, free consultation, wanttolawyerup.com. When you're injured in an accident, kind of scary, pretty scary. The aftermath, it's really overwhelming, too, and that's where you need some help. And Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys come, and they have over 40 years of combined experience. They are there to help you. They want to help you. Lawler & Associates, wanttolawyerup.com. Get your free consultation for all your personal injury needs, wanttolawyerup.com. What are you laughing at? You, I thought you were going to die on the air. I know, man. Like, I've had this like gooey, gross thing, and I don't know. I can't get rid of it, and it's just annoying. You want to know what happened? So now that everybody's out and about again, and there's germs all around now, like I'm fully vaccinated. I'm not worried about that, but your kids, the kids are, are goo balls, right? And they just take on all these germs, and what has happened is all the parents... They've gone out and started to get germs again. They give them to their kids. They give them to my kids. My kids come home. They're gooey. I get gooey. And it's a vicious, vicious cycle. And I can't stand it. And I get stuck in traffic yesterday. And I kept thinking to myself, man, things were so much better in the early days of the pandemic. Great. God, great. I don't, great. And I don't like thinking that. But I loved not having any traffic to deal with. I mean, even the traffic in this building. <laughs> There's a lot of people here. Not a lot of room to fart. I am, I am, you are so vile. I am so happy to have all of our teammates back here. I'm not, ESPN I'm very gassy and there is nowhere to go. There are people, I went into the bathroom and Casey Korth was standing in there, one of our sales team, and he wasn't even going to the bathroom. He was just standing by the, the uh, sink, not doing anything. There's nowhere to go. That's where he's holding a meeting. There's nowhere to go in here. Too many people can, <laughs> and our coffee machine's a fraud. Yeah, we're going to discuss that. Coquel has, with the, the Keurig machine I love, Coquel has a major issue with that. Also, oh, I wasn't going to give the brand name. It's What other instant coffee makers are there? There's a ton. Like what? I don't know, because I bought a ton because I can't afford the big K word. <laughs> the big K. Uh, uh, and also, uh, the big K, Kevin Durant, KD, he has a big problem with Jay Williams of ESPN. We'll discuss all of that when we return. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Ken and Coquel like putting things in number order. Order, order, order. Five, four, three, two, one. 
It's time for the electrical standings. Five through one electrical standings on a Tuesday. The five best donut hole flavors. The five best flavors of donut holes. Munchkins. Donut holes. Coquel, five through one. Go. Number five, old fashioned. Number four, glazed. Number three, powder. The white powder. You know that good stuff, that white powder we all love. Number two, (laughs) cinnamon powder. Number one, chocolate glazed. Donut hole flavors. The best five electrical standings. Donut hole flavors. Five through one electrical standings. Number five, honey glazed donut holes. Number four, strawberry jelly filled donut holes. Number three, chocolate donut holes. Number two, chocolate glazed donut holes. And the number one donut hole is the old fashioned. I'm with Coquel. Notice how I didn't have the powdered donut holes on there because they're all terrible and disgusting and you need a drink with them or else you can't eat you them. you got to get into the powder one. You'll have so much more energy. And those are your electrical standings on this Tuesday. The five best donut hole flavors. Uh, Jay Williams got flat out called out today. KJZ here on ESPN 106.3 6A to 10A every weekday right before Mike Greenberg. Uh, and Jay Williams after Talking about the Nets' complete annihilation of the Bucks last night. Kevin Durant destroying Giannis and Tanikupo. That series is completely non-competitive. Jay Williams told this story about Kevin Durant. I've been on the record saying if Kevin Durant wins another world championship and wins another finals MVP, he will be inching towards GOAT conversation. He will be in that conversation. You will have to start talking about it. I'll tell you a story real quick. A couple years ago, we are at a holiday party, and we're all there, everybody's hanging out, and I went on TV on Get Up that day and said, Giannis was destroying people in the league. And I said, you know what? When I think about Giannis, it's like AD and Kevin Durant had a baby to a degree. Size, length. I'm not saying skill set. I'm just saying the way he played, right? Gave the breakdown. Kevin Durant comes up to me at the club and says, yo, don't you ever compare me to Giannis again. Don't ever compare that dude to me. Don't do it. And uh, so that's a compelling story, right, Coquel? Like, if, if, if Jay Williams is telling a story about Kevin Durant coming up to him saying, don't ever, don't ever compare me to Giannis, that's significant. Yeah. I love that story. Well, guess who caught wind of that story being told? What? KD noticed something that was being said about him? Kevin Durant, who can't get off of social media even after a brilliant performance in a 2-0 series lead in their Eastern Conference series against the Bucks, the man has to fire off some tweets. Here's the first tweet from Kevin Durant. Again, subtweeting. Not even mentioning Jay Will, but subtweeting. And please edit yourself. Yeah, I will. Mans will do anything to advance their careers in this media bleep. Wanting to be accepted by an industry that will dispose of you whenever they please. Keep me all out that corny-ass talk about who's better in legacy and all that dumb bleep bleep. I don't even talk like that. That clearly is directed at Jay Williams. Yep. And then, it wasn't just Twitter. He took to Instagram. An account named Sideline Sources tweeted or uh, posted, I guess you say, on Instagram. Jay Williams said that if KD wins another finals MVP, he'll be in the GOAT combo. Thoughts? Kevin Durant had to weigh in on that. This is a bleeping lie. Jay Williams can never speak for me. Ever. I'm trying to decide if Kevin Durant is awesome or if he's just a complete child. Why can't he leave this stuff alone? Can he be both? I suppose. But... Like, is is Kevin Durant worried about his relationship with Giannis? Is he worried about giving Giannis an edge, potentially? I don't know what Kevin Durant's issue is, but a guy of that status, a guy that is so elite like him, Kevin, you don't have to do these things on social media. Leave the petty stuff to me and Coquel. Like, you don't need this. Like, just chill out. 
Still has not responded to my request to come on the show. Yeah, I know so, he saw it because I put his name in it. So Coquel tweeted at him, hey, you good for 12-15? And uh, we have not gotten a response hey, yet. He responds to everybody else. I know. Yeah. I should have called him out first and then put the 12-15 <laughs> part. Kevin Durant uh, has not heeded our request to come on Ken Levick Alive. Did you ever hear the story about his neighbor really quick when he first got into no. the league? So a little kid, or like a little kid, the kid was a teenager, was taking pictures of him from like over the fence and... Whatever else, like all the time, whenever he saw like Durant. Like a peeping Tom? Yeah, not like, but like, no, just bragging like my neighbor is Kevin uh, Durant gotcha, gotcha. type of stuff and just okay. showing everyone. So like, it's like innocent. So people were telling Durant, you need to call the cops. He shouldn't be taking pictures of you. Like he was doing it like nonstop, like every day, every yeah. Durant's move. So instead of calling the cops, Durant went over and told the kid, why are you taking a picture over the fence? Come over and play video games. And he came and played video games with him and played basketball. And the kid was like, no, you're good. See, that's we're neighbors. The, that's the kind of stuff. Like, how can you not love that? That's amazing. And it's why he doesn't have to get involved with this social media stuff. He doesn't need the burner accounts. He doesn't need this. But it might not bother him because I've had people tell me in the past, you don't need to get involved in the social media stuff. And now I've had bosses do it, so I don't as much. <laughs> but like, I did. It's fun. It, it can be enjoyable. Like, I fought with other radio personalities before on Twitter, and like, I kind of like it. I just think Kevin Durant needs to chill out, and you need to chill out because it is hot. It is oh, uncomfortable. So it is so gross out. You walk outside and you're sweating within three seconds. It's uh, South Florida in the summer, and uh, you need to make sure your air conditioning is working, How? and that is where EDS Air Conditioning comes in. EDSAirConditioning.com, because as we've mentioned, you don't think about your air conditioning until you need your air conditioning. They are not only going to perform maintenance, but they're also going to get you fixed up if it is an emergency. Whether it's AC or plumbing services, EDS Air Conditioning has the service and maintenance, the new install systems, the maintenance plans, they're... 15 years in the business serving Palm Beach County. And here's the best part about EDS. This is what really sticks with me. Every time you call an AC company, they're like, oh, well, we have this available time. We'll be out at this time. They dictate dictate that to you. Uh Uh-uh. Now with EDS, they are working with appointment windows around what your life looks like. We know you got to work. We know you got kids. We know that you have all of these other things going on in your life. EDS understands that they need to work around you with convenient appointment windows. They're licensed and insured. It's a drug-free workplace. You can trust them when they're in your home. And how much is that worth? Well, an awful lot. EDS. Say yes to EDS. EDSairconditioning.com. EDSairconditioning.com. They're a train comfort specialist. That means they're legit. It's hard to stop a train. That's EDS. EDSairconditioning.com. Real quick, Coquel, before we get to Barton Hahn, what is your problem with the coffee machine out here, the Keurig machine out here? It's a fraud. It's an absolute fraud. It's got a button that says iced coffee on it. So I now push said button two days in a row. And I'm like, that water looks kind of hot. So I stuck my finger on it. Got burnt the first day. Second day, I brought in one of our teammates. And he's like, no, you're doing it wrong. And he pushed the same button I pushed. So I stuck my finger on it again and got burnt again. So then I break out the manual. because I'm like, all right, well, they, they clearly we're doing something wrong. And the manual says, for iced coffee, brew hot coffee, put into a cup of ice. <laughs> Why do you have a button that says ice then? It's just giving me hot coffee. I it love a complete it. fraud. Oh, man. I love the fact that there is an iced coffee setting and the manual for the Keurig machine says put the hot coffee on ice. I didn't say and it was that's a Keurig. How you make it could have been a Mr. Coffee. Oh, now I got man. two brands mad at That us. is amazing. That is absolutely amazing. I burnt my finger twice. Can I tell you something, though? It's iced, a fraud. Iced coffee is trash. Just drink hot coffee. It's good if it comes out cold. It's no. trash because what they do. You know what makes it trash, Ken Levicka? Putting it on ice and watering down your coffee. That's what makes it trash. Tomorrow, we'll open the show with iced coffee. Good or trash? <laughs> Stay tuned for that. What a 24-hour tease. He's Coquel. You may not hear it, though. <laughs> I'm Ken LaVica. We've been live on ESPN 106.3. Not broken for now. Bye.